the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to continue talking about Afghanistan in Bible prophecy. Now let's go to Jeremiah 51, 14. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. Well, right now we see thousands of people pouring across our southern border. I think this is a fulfillment of it. I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars. In other words, that's one of the signs saying that America is running out of time. When we see our nation being filled with men, we can't seem to stop them. And I mean, right now we can't seem to stop them. So I think we're getting close to the end here. Now let's go to Jeremiah 50, verse 1. The word of the Lord spake against Babylon, against America, against the land of the Chaldeans, by Jeremiah the prophet. Well, Stan, this is not talking about America. This is talking about the land of the Chaldeans. Well, if you do a little research, you'll find out the Chaldeans' land is comprised of Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan. Yes, I know it's more specifically the area of Iran. But at one time, the Chaldeans' empire was pretty large. I did some research. I got a couple of maps to show you here. You get to the maps. As you can see in the pink area, this is Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan. At one time, that used to be the whole area of Chaldea. Here's another map. This is showing Chaldea was very, very large. Now, I put the green uh, crescent with the green star there because that's Islam's sign. And if you'll see up the top right of the map, right up here, I'll put the, the mouse up here. This is the, the same body of water as it is here, just so you can kind of get your bearings on where we're talking about. So all of this at one time was Chaldea, meaning specifically today it's Iran, Afghanistan, and this general area. So does this talk, or is this specifically talking about us today? Absolutely it is. Now let's go to Jeremiah 50, verse 2. Declare among the nations and publish, and set up a standard. There's that word again. In other words, bring judgment. Publish and conceal not. Say Babylon is taken. America is taken. Baal. Now that word Baal is another way of spelling Baal. Again, that's the cow god. That's the thing that is controlling our nation, the Moloch and the Baal worshippers, the people that have all of these underground caverns and things like that, these underground monorails, and they believe in human worship and sex trafficking, human trafficking, and filth like that. Babylon is taken. Baal is confounded, Merodach, and that's another word for Moloch. So this is specifically talking about Moloch and Baal. It's saying that Moloch and Baal is controlling our country, and of course we know that it is. Moloch and Baal is broken in pieces. Her idols are confounded. Her images are broken in pieces. Wait a minute, Stan. We don't have any idols or images in America. No, not yet. Not to speak of. But when the beast comes, and I want to believe that the fall of America takes place after the beast appears, I want to believe that it's in the last part of the tribulation, though I can't prove that. And I'm not dead serious on it, uh, or dead sure, but at least that, that's what I hope happens. I hope we have a little time. Verse 3. For out of the north there cometh up a nation against her. See, this is not talking about the Chaldeans of 3,000 years ago. This is not talking about Nebuchadnezzar and his Babylon back in the days of Daniel. This is talking about in our days, because in the days of Daniel, when Nebuchadnezzar and his son uh, fell, when that fell, they fell because the Medes and the Persians attacked them. Well, they weren't out of the north. They came out of the, well, see, that would be the east. 
So when it says out of the north come up a nation against her, well, what is north of America? Well, that's Canada. But if you keep going north, uh, that's Russia. And that is the nation that Dmitry was told is going to attack and defeat America. Out of the north part, there come up a nation against her. which shall make her land desolate, and none shall dwell therein. And they shall remove, and they shall depart both man and beast. And in those days, here's a time stamp. This is about to let you know when this is coming. And in those days and that time, saith the Lord, the children of Israel shall come. And the children of Israel, or ch- children of Judah together, going and weeping, and they shall go and seek the Lord their God. Have we seen that? No, we have not seen that. Now, it's true. And by the way, this is not talking about, again, 3,000 years ago, because only in our day and time, since 1948, when America became a sovereign nation, uh, or a state, I guess I should say more correctly, this is when uh, Judah and Israel came together. The sticks came together and became one. So this had to take place since then. But it goes on to say, They go weeping and shall go and seek the Lord their God. Has Israel sought the Lord their God? My opinion, no. Now the next part is very interesting. And they shall ask the way to Zion with their faces thitherward, saying, Come. Let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that that shall not be broken, not be forgotten. That happened? No, that hasn't happened. But what it's saying when it says the way to Zion, remember Revelation 14, 1, I looked and lo, a lamb stood upon the Mount Zion. So when it's referring to Zion, or Zion with a Z-I-O-N, it's referring generally to Israel, but specifically since Zion is, is the next mountain to which Jesus returns the very next time, I want to believe that it's saying that they begin to receive Jesus. Now, we know that not all of them ever receive Jesus. Let me make that clear. But it's saying that many of them will turn to the Lord their God. They shall ask the way to Zion, of the face of the word, saying, Come, let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that shall not be forgotten. My people hath been a lost sheep, and boy, they have, for the last 2,000-some-odd years. And their shepherds, shepherds have caused them to go astray. And if you go to the Jewish rabbis, they absolutely have nothing to do with Jesus. There's a, a, a hate. I mean, like, blood comes to their eyes. They're furious. They just can't stand Jesus. And I'm talking about in general. Yes, I know there's some good rabbis or some good Jews out there that love the Lord Jesus. But what it's saying is, in general, because the, the rabbis, the people that lead them, have caused them to go astray and not receive Jesus. And unfortunately, that's true. They have turned them the way onto the mountains, and they have gone from the mountain to the hill, and they have forgotten the resting place. Now, this is proof again. I've got this kind of out of order here, but this, so I had to make the point here. Revelation 14, 1, I looked and the Lord Lamb stood upon the Mount Sinai. It's talking about the next time Jesus returns to the earth. And I will explain this, so I'll move on. Then Jeremiah 50, verse 7. This is talking about the heart of the people that attack America in general, and Israel is a little bit in there too. And all that found them devoured them. And their adversaries say, We offend not because they have sinned against the Lord. See, even the evil people know that they aren't sinning by destroying America because they can see that America is so corrupt. Even the sinners can see we, at that point, at that time, and I want to believe it's many years away. Realistically, it's probably only a few years away. But even the, the sinners will see that our nation has fallen. Jeremiah 50, verse 8. 
Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans. Wait a minute. You see, people used to say, no, that can't be talking about America. There's not any Americans in Chaldea. Well, today, even as I speak, the thing that is in the news is, are we going to be able to bring the Americans home from Afghanistan? <laughs> and that's the land of the Chaldeans. All of that, Iran, Afghanistan, Iraq, all of that is once under the control of the Chaldeans. So, yes, it does fit, doesn't it? Be as the he-goats before the flocks, meaning be very aggressive. A goat is very aggressive compared to a sheep. For lo, I'll raise and cause to come up against Babylon or America an assembly of great nations from the north country. See, when the old Babylon was taken, it's just the Medes and the Persians, just two nations that took them down. But this one, and by the way, they, they came out of the east. Anyway, there, there's assembly of great nations out of the north country. What was Dimitri told? Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries. So it's an assembly of nations, but they're headed up by Russia coming out of a north country. And they shall set themselves in array against her. From thence shall she be taken. Their arrows, or their missiles, shall be as of a mighty expert man, and none shall return in vain. The Russians right now say not only do they have a missile that can't be stopped, but they can detect and stop any of the missiles that we throw at them. They are openly saying, in so many words, they can defeat us and we can't stop them. You know, when your enemy is saying that they can defeat you and you can't stop them, that's probably the time to start listening, but we're not listening. And Chaldea shall be a spoil. All that spoil her shall be satisfied, talking about America. Because you were glad, because you rejoiced, oh, you destroyers of mine heritage. That means that there's going to come a time when America turns against Israel. Yes, because you're grown fat as the heifer at grass and bellow as bulls. In other words, because you're arrogant and you think you are a queen and shall see no sorrow, therefore shall our plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Okay, I showed you the map, so let's move on. Jeremiah 50, verse 12. Your mother shall be sore confounded. Okay, who's the mother of America? Let's see, where did the eagle come from? The eagle came from the lion, and the lion is England. So what it's saying is there's going to point, come a point where America is so corrupt, so evil, so full with sin, that she embarrasses the, the English, the Brits, the British, to even think that they're even associated, that that, that nation that has so corrupted herself came out of Britain. Your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bare you should be ashamed. Behold, the hindermost of the nations. And as you look at those nations, going back to Daniel chapter 7, the, the, or the, the, uh, the last of those nations formed is America. So it's talking about the hindermost of the nations shall be a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. Speaking of America. Because of the wrath of the Lord, it shall not be inhabited, but it shall go forth wholly desolate. Everyone that goeth by Babylon shall be astonished and hissed at all her plagues. Okay, now let's go to Jeremiah 50, verse 17. This is continuing to talk about the last days in America as it relates to Afghanistan. Specifically, this is about to confirm what I wrote in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, that the beast will be a resurrected Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, the original Nebuchadnezzar that was back in the Daniels day. He's going to be resurrected. Right now, he's falling endlessly 
and helplessly in the bottomless pit. The beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against the saints. Okay, so let's go to Jeremiah 50, verse 17. Israel is a scattered sheep. That's true today. The lions have driven him away, and first the king of Assyria hath devoured him. Oh, that's history. And at last, this Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon has broken his bones, meaning that the beast, Nebuchadnezzar, a resurrected, ascended out of the bottomless pit, Nebuchadnezzar, is going to go against Israel, as we all know. And I will bring Israel again into its habitation. Are all of the Jews in Israel? Uh, No, they're scattered all over the nations. However, there's going to come a time, several verses say, that he's going to bring every one of them back. So says Ezekiel 39, 28, says, I will leave not one of them there. That's what it's talking about. I will bring Israel again to his habitation, back to Israel. And he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan. Those are places in Israel. And his soul shall be satisfied upon Mount Ephraim and Gilead. That's probably talking about the, the millennium. And in those days, and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none. And the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found, for I will pardon whom I will reserve. I do not believe that Israel, in mass, turns to receive Jesus. I believe that God simply just washes them clean, just forgives their sins. As a result of that, then he gives them the great deliverance of Armageddon, where he burns up all the people coming down to attack Israel at Armageddon. So now let's go to Jeremiah 50, verse 22. A sound of battle is in the land and of great destruction. How is the hammer of the whole earth, that's America, how is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? How has Babylon become a desolation among the nations? Now that word desolation, see a lot of things in the Bible intertwine, in other words, that confirm each other. So you go back to Revelation 17, 6, you find that he describes America as being desolate. Go to 18.19, for in one hour she made desolate. That confirms we're talking about America, Jeremiah 50.51, as Demetri and I both agreed, as well as uh, Revelation 18, as well as Isaiah 13.21 and 47 are all talking about America. Jeremiah 50, verse 24. And I've laid a snare for thee. See, earlier it said an ambush. Well, what's the difference between an ambush and a snare? Same thing. In other words, a God is setting a trap for this nation. I want to believe that it's many years down the road, although I cannot say that for sure. And thou art also taken, O Babylon, and thou wast not aware. Thou art found. In other words, your sins have found. They have reached uh, the God of heaven. And also caught, because thou hast striven against the Lord. In other words, you've sinned against the Lord. This is how it will be when the hardships come over America. This was the angel speaking to Demetri. No one will be able to defend her. Only those that trust in me will be spared. Everything will start as a heavy rain on a sunny day at a time you least expect it. Jeremiah 50, verse 27. Slay all our bullocks. If you go to Israel and you order up a steak, it's as thin as bacon. I mean, they don't have nice steaks in Israel. They, Their primary food in terms of meat is lamb. And I might add, I didn't care for it much. So what is the nation that is famous for the best beef in the world? That would be America. So it's saying kind of like, you know, Buffalo Bill, Cody, and all of those guys, what did they do to defeat the Indians? They killed all of their food source. They killed all of the buffalo, or most of them. So consequently, they had to do as they were told. In this case, 
the nations that invade America kill all of our beef, all of our cattle. Slay all our bullocks. Let them go down to the slaughter. Woe unto them, for the day has come, the time of their visitation. Verse 40. It'll be as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, that's not what happened in the old days of Babylon. What happened was they diverted the river, and then they came in under where the river used to go, and they defeated Babylon. Well, that's not what happened here. This is fire from heaven. We call them nuclear bombs today. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighbor cities thereof, saith the Lord, shall no man abide there, neither shall any son of man dwell therein. Behold, a people shall come from the north, and a great nation, and many kings shall be raised up from the coasts of the earth. Well, that's Russia and all our allies. And they shall hold the bow and the lance, and they are cruel, and they will not show mercy. And boy, that's the heart of Islam. I mean, they they don't have mercy even on their own daughters that turn to Jesus. They killed them, beat them, they turn them out. So they're uh, not kind people. Let's put it that way. Many of them. Now, not all the Muslims. I've met some good Muslims, but I'm saying the heart, the typical heart. Jeremiah 51, verse 39. In their heat, and I've got a couple of verses here that really describe America and what happens just before we fall. In their heat, I will make their feasts, and I will make them drunken, that they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake. Right now, the church is asleep. America's asleep. Even Dimitri, when he came here, he said, Wake up, America. That was the title of his DVD. He always walked around saying, Wake up, America. Wake up, America. I can still remember him say it. We're asleep. Jeremiah 51, verse 49. And Babylon hath caused the slain of Israel to fall. So at Babylon shall fall the slain of all the earth. So because we turn against Israel, and that's part of what Dimitri was told, that's part of what Leslie was told, as we turn against Israel, God will turn against us. 51 verse 50. Ye that have escaped the sword, go away. Stand not still. Remember the Lord afar off and let Jerusalem come into your mind. I think that that's a hint saying that when you see the fall of America coming, that you should move to Israel in general, specifically to Jerusalem. As I've said, if you want to try to survive the tribulation, that's not my goal. But if you want to, here's what I would recommend you do. As the trouble approaches America and you see it, I would recommend you move to Jerusalem. And then as you see the beast arise, I'd recommend you go straight south, probably at first down to the land of unwalled villages, which is probably going to be in southwest Israel. Uh, Yeah, that'd be right, southwest. And then eventually you would want to move down to the real Mount Sinai, which is 216 miles straight south of Jerusalem, down to the original Mount Sinai, because that's on the way down there, that's when the Bible says, and the dragon cast out of his mouth water is a flood after the one the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood, and the dragon opened up her mouth and swall, helped the woman and swallowed of the flood which the dragon cast out, cast out of his mouth. So what happens is, is as the people see the beast set on the Ark of the Covenant, commit the abomination of desolation, then they're commanded by Matthew 24 to leave. Don't collect $200. Don't pass go. Don't, don't pack or anything. Run. Run for your life. And they will run 216 miles straight south down to the real Mount Sinai. On the way down there, the devil causes a flood and tries to drown them. But the earth cracks, opens up, swallows up the flood. 
The devil sees then that they are being supernaturally protected by God for the last three and a half years of the tribulation. And that's when the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. We keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So he leaves them. He sees God's protecting them. He goes back to make war, make trouble for the people that did not leave Jerusalem. So the key is, if you want to try to survive to the end, Jerusalem, you see the beast, you run south early before the abomination of desolation, and you go to Mount Sinai, which by then we hope to be a pretty nice place to try to live through the tribulation. But we'll see how how God works that all out. Now, I want to compare Jeremiah 51 verse 9, excuse me, verse 39 to 51 57. So let me read them back to back here. I will make them drunken that they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake. Then you go to Jeremiah 51 verse 7. I will make drunk her princes. Who's a prince? Well, that's royalty. Okay. And her wise men. Uh, that's the educated ones. The captains. Well, that's military. Her rulers. That's probably your lawyers. And her mighty men. That's, again, military. And possibly also the wealthy men. And they shall sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake, saith the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. So we have two verses here that says America is not going to wake up. America is not going to come out of her sleep. And, and I would like to think that God is going to give. I, I, here's what I want to think. I want to think that these massive arrests will be counted by God as at least to a certain degree, America repenting and turning back to him. And God hears from heaven, forgives our sin, and heals our land at least, and gives us a few more years. That's what I want to believe. I can't guarantee that, but that's what I want to believe. I want to believe that the fall of America is yet many more years off. However, it might not be. How do we know? Well, the things we watch for, for the fall of America, I'll give you this again. I've got it written right here, January 22, 2006. I'll give you the order that I believe that they will be fulfilled. So Leslie heard the audible voice of God speak. These are the newspaper headlines. And I saw this, let's see, what was it, June the 14th of 2008, when the Lord came to me that night and he said, Stan, I will give you the money, drill the well in Israel. The rest of that night, part of what he also showed me was Leslie holding up newspaper, like newspapers. And this was the headline on the newspapers, I saw these headlines that I'm about to read here on those newspapers. I saw them. And he said that when these things, when these prophecies I gave your wife, that's exactly the way he worded it, when these prophecies I gave your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. So if you want to know specifically when America is falling, then grab your pen and pencil and write these down. Again, this is the order I think they'll be fulfilled, but they may not be fulfilled in this order. So, one, I believe it will be Usher, uh, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. We do not know what Omer is. We don't know if that's the uh, accounting of the Omer. We don't know if that's some person whose name is Omer. We don't know. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel refuses help to America. Israel has attacked America since troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution, meaning the fall of America. Now, 
I say all that because uh, I believe I am, and I believe you are also doing our dead level best to try to give America more time, but we might not have more time. So what do I suggest? As I've mentioned many times, I'm called to raise up an army of end-time prophecy teachers working miracles. To that degree, I put together a package. If you are a watchman, if you are a teacher of Bible prophecy, or if you want to be the one, then I recommend you get this package. So what we've done is put together a package of my two charts, the seals chart and the feasts chart. These are two foot by three foot. They're on plastic vinyl, uh, 15 ounce, very nice, very, very colorful. They look really nice. You can use those, put those up in your office or in your bedroom or wherever you get your husband and wife to let you put them up. And if you're teaching prophecy, they're fabulous to put up on the wall when you're teaching prophecy. In addition, I'm also including my book. Here it is. This is the book right here. Okay, I really did. I wrote it out. The whole book of Revelation. This is my book where I wrote out the book of Revelation, and I ran it through the copy machine, and it's like 100-some-odd pages, 101 pages, something like that. We're including that. Now, why? Well, it's not that you need to have me writing out Revelation, but as you go through here, you can see I have notes. Well, you can leave the page there. There's notes. All of my notes. And, and I never expected to hand this out to anybody. So those are my own personal private notes of what I think that that's saying. And I think if you want to be able to explain Bible prophecy to people, if you want, especially if you want to be a teacher, this is going to be extremely important. So then we put together the uh, School of the Watchman, which is 15 hours where I taught through Revelation 5 through 22, which are the most important chapters. If I'd have had five or another three to five hours, I'd have got through the other parts of it anyway, but it's 5 through 22, and uh, it's all on this DVDs where you can watch it. So you've got the charts. You've got my personal book with all my notes. You've also got the, the School of the Watchman DVDs, all of that valued at $355, all for a gift of $200. Those charts... Uh, those probably hundred bucks a chart. If you go out to try to just duplicate them, we had to get a whole bunch of copies in order to get them down to a reasonable rate to put this package together. But the ch just the charts, just the charts, it's worth the two hundred bucks. Just the information, information is worth thousand dollars. I, I would have paid thousand dollars easily. I mean, just to hear just the one phrase that the audible voice that said, "The seven seals play over seven years, the seven trumpets play over seven months." The seven vials play over seven days. Just that, I would have given my teeth to had that 20 years ago. So it's extremely important that you get this. You get it by going to prophecyclub.com. You can see it there, School of the Watchmen for Watchmen or Teachers, the School of the Watchmen Teachers Package. Prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. Also, when you go there, I encourage you to get signed up for so here, here we get get to the right slide here. To get to to go to the Watchman's Trumpet, get signed up to go to the Solemn September Assembly. September six to eight. Only another week or so away. Go there, get signed up, because we are gonna fast and pray for forty eight hours and do our very best to turn this nation around. I'm calling all believers to bring your shofar and fast forty eight hours and pray together September six to eight. We're declaring war against the devil and proclaiming victory throughout the land. Go to watchmanstrumpet.com and get signed up. Watchmanstrumpet.com for all the details. 
order School of the Watchman package. You get two, two foot by three foot, full color updated prophecy charts, my personal handwritten spiral ring notebook of the book of Revelation, five DVDs of the School of the Watchman, all valued at $325 for a gift of $200 at prophecyclub.com. School of the Watchman package, two, two foot by three foot, full color updated prophecy charts, my personal handwritten book of Revelation, the five DVDs of the School of the Watchman, valued at $325 for a gift of $200 at prophecyclub.com. Pastors inviting me in to teach the School of the Watchman get the package free. 785-266-1112 for the invitation. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.